This is My Child Will Thrive, and I'm your host, Tara Hunkin, nutritional therapy practitioner, certified GAPS practitioner, restorative wellness practitioner, and mother. I'm thrilled to share with you the latest information, tips, resources, and tools to help you on the path to recovery for your child with ADHD, autism, sensory processing disorder, or learning disabilities. My own experiences with my daughter, combined with as much training as I can get my hands on, research I can dig into, and conferences I can attend, have helped me to develop systems and tools for parents like you who feel overwhelmed trying to help their children. So sit back as I share another great topic to help you on your journey. It's episode 18 of the My Child Will Thrive podcast, and here's what's coming up. Hi, and welcome back to the Autism, ADHD, and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Robert Melillo. Dr. Melillo is one of the most respected specialists in childhood neurological disorders in America. He has been helping children overcome learning disabilities for over 20 years. His areas of expertise include autism spectrum disorders, PDD-NOS, ADHD, OCD, dyslexia, Asperger's, Tourette's, bipolar disorders, and other mental attention, behavioral, and learning disorders. He's also an expert in diet, nutrition, and neuroimmune disorders in children and adults. As a clinician for 25 years, a university professor, a brain researcher, and a best-selling author, radio and TV host, his cutting-edge research and success with over a thousand children in his private program are what led to the creation of the Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Brain Balance Centers are cutting-edge supplemental learning centers catering only to children with various learning disabilities. Brain Balance Centers use a multimodal hemispheric curriculum focused on addressing the primary issue in most learning disabilities and behavioral disorders, which is known as functional disconnection, which we'll be speaking to him about today. Since he introduced this concept, functional disconnection has become one of the leading theories in the world related to autism, ADHD, dyslexia, and more. This work is leading the way toward understanding the underlying nature of these disorders and their causes. In 2004, Dr. Melillo published Neurobehavioral Disorders of Childhood, an Evolutionary Perspective, a working theory textbook on developmental disabilities. This book continues to be utilized on both a graduate and undergraduate level in universities around the world. However, it was Dr. Melillo's best-selling 2009 book, Disconnected Kids, that put him at the attention of many people across the nation. Greeted with overwhelmingly positive response, the thesis of that book serves as the foundation for the work being done at Brain Balance Centers around the country. Dr. Melillo's leadership in the field, as well as his personal dedication to the creation of a drug-free, multimodal educational program for children with ADHD, dyslexia, Asperger's, autism, have made him one of the most sought-after speakers on the subject today, both in the U.S. and abroad. In addition to Disconnected Kids, he has also published three other books, Reconnected Kids, Autism, and The Disconnected Kids Nutrition Plan. You can see links to them below this video. He has a specialized practice in New York City where he works with children and adults with ADHD and other neurological conditions. He's also working and conducting research on children with PANS, Pediatric Acute Neurological Syndrome, and PANDAS which are neurological and immunological conditions. 
there's Dr. Malo has many more accreditations to his name and they're all included in his bio below. I encourage you to check the full one out. In this interview today, you will learn why getting a functional assessment of your child is the first step to understanding their particular strengths and weaknesses developmentally so you know where to start with their neurorehabilitation. How your child's symptoms correlate to one side of the brain being weaker than the other. What influences the development of an unbalanced brain? What a functional disconnected brain is and how understanding this help you determine the support your child needs. In addition, we'll be talking about how identifying retained primitive reflexes and addressing them is foundational to correcting the imbalanced brain. We'll be talking about all these things and much more. So without further ado, let's get on with the interview. Before we get started today with today's interviews, I want to remind you that the information provided on in the interviews and on the website of the Autism ADHD and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit is for information and educational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose or treat your child and is not a substitute for working with a qualified practitioner. There are many gifted, passionate, and knowledgeable practitioners with hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours of clinical experience. Part of our goal is to give you the knowledge and tools you need to effectively advocate for your child. No one knows your child better than you. No one knows your child's history and can better judge what's normal and abnormal for your child better than you. The greatest success in recovery comes with a parent being informed and asking the right questions and making the best decisions for their child in coordination with a team of qualified practitioners in their different areas of specialty. Now let's get on with the interviews. Uh, it's amazing how that's all interconnected. Where do um, primitive reflexes in particular play a role in this? Primitive reflexes are one of the most uh, important, useful tools that any clinician can use. And, and I'm on a mission to try to get people to really learn how to do, even if they just do primitive reflex assessments. So as we said, the, the most important aspect of brain development is really movement, motor activity. Um, I just had a reporter that said to me, well, you know, we all know that our kids should exercise. And mm -hmm. so I said, yes, that's true, but it's not happening. Less and less kids are actually moving. More and more they're in front of iPhones or iPads at younger and younger ages. And quite frankly, we're afraid to let our kids outside. We don't allow them to just ride their bike around town unsupervised without their cell phone. Or, you know, so kids are more sedentary. Life is more sedentary. And movement is what actually develops the brain, especially over the first three to six years. Mm -hmm. um, and so what we see is that we need to move to build our brain. We only have about 25% of our brain actually there. All of our cells are there but very little of the connections or anything else is there. So we need to move to interact and to engage our senses. Um, we don't have a brain really yet to move us, so we're born with these reflexes in our brainstem called primitive reflexes that allow us to move, to interact, and to do things like sucking and rooting reflexes that allow the baby to feed, grasping reflexes that allow them to hold on, um, morose startle responses that prevent them from falling or that you know allow them to say when their body is not feeling well. Um, eventually these reflexes 
you know, like what we call symmetric and asymmetric tonic neck reflexes, when they turn, to turn their head, it automatically moves their arms and legs, which allows them to start those movements, but then eventually also to roll over. And then by moving their head, they move their arms and legs, it allows them to start to crawl in their belly, and then they get up, and then they start to cross crawl, and then eventually walk. And then the last primitive reflex, which is really on the bottom of the foot, goes away at 12 months, and when that goes away, the child now can push off and walk. Um, and that gets us through these development. And so what happens is that they start in one layer of the brainstem. We have these reflexes that allow the baby to move and interact and engage their senses that then flood the brain with all of this feedback and the sensory information from their muscles and their eyes and their ears. And then that stimulates growth in the genes that then grows the next layer of the brain. And then when that grows, it comes down, it shuts down the reflexes there and it releases more sophisticated reflexes that now allows them to interact in a more sophisticated way so that the brainstem builds kind of from this layer up and then eventually into the brain and the brain kind of then blooms as a flower in the front, the ultimate growth from the motor cortex is the prefrontal cortex, which is where all of our executive functions and all our higher level behavior, all of our thinking, academic, emotional, and social skills, and it literally grows out of the motor cortex. So that's how important movement is for that. So, you know, that's how it should progress. And most of the, and all of these reflexes should be gone pretty much by the first six months to a year. Um, what we found in the development world is that um, many people never get rid of these reflexes and sometimes they're global reflexes, sometimes it's only on one side of the body and not the other. And that these reflexes, if they don't go away in the first year, they'll stay with you for the rest of your life. I just did a demonstration here where I had a doctor came up and she was probably in her 40s and, and she still had a number of primitive reflexes that were there. And then when we asked her about a developmental history, she had this classic imbalance and unevenness of skills and she has immune dysregulation and she's had it her whole life, but she's also brilliant in certain areas and that's why she's a doctor, right? Thanks for listening to the My Child Will Thrive podcast. I'm so passionate about giving you the tools and information you need to help your child. For access to the full interview as part of the Autism, ADHD, and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit, please go to mychildwillthrive.com forward slash summit. This is Tara Hunkin, and I will catch you on the next episode.